Tonight on our news, the 23-year-old granted supervised visits upon release. But first, calls for capital punishment grow louder as gun violence puts the country's murder count to 14 for the year. Plus, not feeling well and ignoring the symptoms? Why doctors are saying you shouldn't amidst the spike in COVID-19 cases. Then in our news at 7.30, investigations continue into the absence of Prodigal Son's Junkanoo group from the recent major parades despite funding. Our news live at 7 starts right now. Welcome to our news live at 7. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Candino Nolds, a mother behind bars tonight for abandoning her kids in squalor. The 23-year-old woman pleading guilty to charges of child cruelty. We're learning from prosecutors that the youngsters had to rely on a neighbor for food. We've got more from the court proceedings in less than five minutes, but we begin with capital punishment. We've heard from members of parliament and other government officials on the implementation of executions, but tonight we hear from you. Joshua Williams has the story. Calls for capital punishment getting louder as violence has pushed the country's murder count to 14 for the year. And residents are sounding off on the idea. I really feel that they really need to capitalize that punishment. It really needs to be enhanced. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. I'm a Christian, and the good books say, if you live by it, you die by it. You know, I, I, I would hate to see one of my family members or friends get swing, right? But I feel if you kill, you should be killed. I mean, if you kill somebody, I mean... We say we're a Christian nation, right? It's in the Bible. If the Bible supported and we're a Christian nation, why not? According to an Our News social media poll on Facebook, the majority of residents prefer lethal injection as a method of capital punishment with nearly 1,000 votes. This is what others had to say. Any which way, any, anyone, it doesn't make a difference to me once you kill. Onion should not be brought back. The point of this, we need to fix our problem. We have a problem in this nation. We should punish them differently. As you know, like different punishment, but not capital, like hanging again. I don't think you should bring that back. God don't speak directly. He speaks to the court. Let's go with the court. I say, let it swing. You know, I went to school where we had to wear a necktie and that don't play. You understand me? So when you do wrong, you get the necktie. I say the necktie. These residents say they want to ensure only the guilty are executed. Once we cross all our T's and it's all, all of our eyes. I am for it. We just have to make sure that no innocent people are killed for the guilty. Now various government officials along with residents have given their opinion on capital punishment. The last time someone was executed in the Bahamas was all the way back in 2000. As to when it will happen again, we'll have to wait and see. Reporting for Our News, I'm Joshua Williams. All right, thanks a lot for that, Joshua. And for sure, that poll, it's still going on. You can go over to ournews.bs. The poll asks, we want to hear from you. What do you think would be the most suitable form of punishment for murder? The discussion on capital punishment continues right over at Our News. Bahamas on Facebook. Meanwhile, former Prime Minister Dr. Hubert Minnis saying he hopes to see executions resume in the Bahamas. Dr. Minnis joining the chorus of crime advocates, pastors, and politicians throwing their support behind capital punishment. As for why he believes it should remain on the books and enforced? I'm a strong advocate of, of hanging. Um, 
my position has not changed. Um, there are many things we have not done or we don't follow that still remains on our law, law, on our, um, law books. For example, we still challenge with the problem of dumping. We still challenge with the problem of illegal building. We still challenge with the problems of littering. All of those things happen. We don't necessarily enforce the law. So should we take those off the law book also? All right, Dr. Menes, he had much more to say on the issue. Barthony McDermott, he's got a full story coming up. Be sure and stay tuned for that. It's happening in our news at 7.30. A mother who left her two children alone in an abandoned building while she spent two days with her boyfriend has been jailed for a year. The 23-year-old pleaded guilty to two counts of cruelty to children at her arraignment before Assistant Chief Magistrate Carolyn Vote evans her name is being withheld to protect the identity of the minors who are being held at the Children's Emergency Hostel. Prosecutor Superintendent Claudette McKenzie Lewis telling the court that police found the boys ages 3 and 8 in an unsanitary building through Samson Street in Nassau Village on January 14th. She said the children, they were relying on a neighbor for food. The magistrate said once the mother has completed her sentence, she will be allowed to have supervised visits with the children, social services. Ultimately, they'll determine if the children will be returned to their mother. And thousands of dollars worth of cocaine found on an Abaco beach on Thursday. It all happened after police say they were tipped off and found 2.28 kilos of cocaine on the beach near a resort on that island. The drugs of an estimated street value of $20,000. No one was arrested in connection with this find. All right, we've got much more to get to tonight. But for now, it's time for your first look at temperatures. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is standing by in the Weather Center. Greg? Yeah, thanks, Candino, and a happy Friday evening, everybody. We are anticipating a frontal boundary that's now moving across South Florida. Should get into the Northwest Palmas later this evening and then move through the... Uh, capital sometime tomorrow so it will be in the central Bahamas but ahead of that we have some clouds so we'll call it partly cloudy outside temperature still comfortable 75 degrees your winds out of the northwest and that's at seven miles per hour your field like temperature is at 76. Current temperatures around the islands right now 72 in Freeport 74 in Marsh Harbor Abaco we pick up 73 in Alistair Bimini you guys have some showers nearby 75 in Nicholstown here in the capital Great Harbor Key 76 Governor's Harbor you guys are 77 Central Bahamas, 76 in Kemp's Bay. Pick up 74 in Copen Towns and Salvador. Georgetown, 77. Arthurstown, Cat Island and Deadman's Key. A pair of 78s there and into the southeast Bahamas. 79, Duncan Town, Rigged Island, Abraham's Bay and Matthew Town in Aguas. Colonel Hill, Cricket Island, you guys are 76. 78 in Electable Bay. And Providentialis, Tricks and Caicos Islands. You warm out our temperature, round out our temperature profile at 80 degrees. Satellite radar composite showing that frontal boundary, as I mentioned, now drifting across the South Florida area. Most of the clouds now pushing into the Northwest Bahamas, as uh, Grand Bahama, Abaco, and the Bimini guys. You're starting to see a couple of isolated showers. This front will continue to sag towards the south. Should bring us some cloudy conditions overnight through early parts of tomorrow in the capital. We could see one or two showers by that time frame. That's your first look at weather. Stick with us. So look at your extended forecast is still to come. Thanks, Greg. And still to come on our news, local doctors say don't ignore the symptoms as the Ministry of Health reports an uptick in respiratory illnesses, plus a lasting legacy. The Free National Movement pays tribute to founding father and member of the Dissident Eight, Dr. Elwood Donaldson. News of his passing 
when our news returns. and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fix and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. So having business in a box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on. Local doctor is encouraging people not to ignore respiratory illnesses. This as the Ministry of Health and Wellness reported an uptick in COVID-19 cases earlier this year. Marlena Leonard is following this. First of all, I really want to encourage people that if you do have respiratory symptoms, don't just ignore them. Get them assessed. And testing is one of the ways in which you can easily assess. <laughs> That's Dr. Graham Cates, the medical director at the Family Medicine Center on Blake Road. On January 7th of this year, the Ministry of Health and Wellness reported an uptick in COVID-19 cases in New Providence and Grand Bahama. But what is Dr. Kate seeing in his private practice? So we certainly have definitely are seeing more persons coming in with flu-like symptoms. And obviously part of the differential in assessing patients with flu-like symptoms, runny nose, sore throat, headaches, cough, is to do a, a COVID test. And so we have definitely seen more persons testing positive, I would say, within the last probably six weeks uh, than we had historically seen. And so there definitely is a uh, uptick in the number of cases that we're seeing. But he says it's not just COVID they're seeing. But we then also have seen an uptick in the number of persons that are having influenza A. And so we're seeing persons with influenza A. Now uh, we also know that there's the respiratory syncytial virus that has been obviously in the United States and has migrated its way to us. For now, if you're looking for COVID testing, Dr. Cates says... Testing is available here at our facility in Nassau. We're located on Blake Road and the process is very simple. You basically come up to our testing center, which is located at the front of our building. 
and one of our uh, lab technicians will come out and provide you with uh, discrete testing, confidential testing at our facility. Uh, you wait on the results, and based on the results, one of our primary care physicians will be able to advise you in terms of, one, the result, but in two, also in terms of any treatment options that may be necessary. Reporting for Our News, I'm Marlena Leonard. Thanks so much for that, Marlena. Some sad news also tonight. Free National Movement, remembering one of the party's founding fathers and a member of the dissident eight, Dr. Elwood Donaldson. Donaldson was a member of parliament from 1967 to 1972. His passing now leaves only two surviving members of that parliament, Sir Arthur Foulkes and Maurice Moore. Dr. Donaldson then became one of the key players in forming what eventually became the Free National Movement. He served as the party's first chairman and eventually became non-resident ambassador to UNESCO. In a statement, FNM leader Michael Pintard said he was a fearless soul who shared his views boldly regardless of which party was in power. He said the party is thankful for his strong voice as a Bahamian nationalist. Meanwhile, former Prime Minister Dr. Hubert Minnis said Donaldson made several political and professional contributions to the Bahamas that we cannot repay. Like to stories making headlines across the world as the rapid spread of measles prompts calls for vaccines in the United Kingdom. Plus, an American Airlines flight attendant arrested on federal child pornography charges for an alleged in-flight bathroom incident. And the lockdown in Port-au-Prince amid escalating gang violence in Haiti. Flaming barricades force residents to shelter in place when our news returns. For sending individual messages to your customers, use SMS messaging instead. With Cable Bahamas Business Solutions SMS Messaging, you can send personalized messages to hundreds or even thousands of recipients instantly. It's quick, effortless, and cost-effective. Plus, it ensures that your messages are delivered directly to your customers' cellular phones, guaranteeing higher engagement. Save time and boost your outreach with SMS Bulk Messaging. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions at 601-8911 in Nassau or 602-8811 in the Family Islands. Embrace technology and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fixed and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. So having Business in a Box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on.
Don't spend hours sending in. This is our news. Welcome back. We turn our attention now to stories making headlines across the world. The United Kingdom facing a measles outbreak as vaccination rates fall below recommended levels. That's according to Chief of the UK Health Security Agency, Dame Jenny Harries, who warns that without urgent action, the highly contagious measles virus could spread rapidly to other cities. The agency has since declared the outbreak a national incident, introducing pop-up clinics to boost vaccination, particularly in areas like London and the West Midlands, where rates are alarmingly low. Experts emphasizing the importance of addressing the decline in vaccinations and the potential severe complications associated with measles infections. In a disturbing incident, an American Airlines flight attendant, Estes Carter Thompson III, facing federal child pornography charges, accused of attempting to secretly film a 14-year-old girl in an airplane bathroom. The charges include possession of child pornography depicting a prepubescent minor. The alleged incident occurred on a September 2023 flight from Charlotte to Boston. Thompson was immediately withheld from service and hasn't worked since. American Airlines expressing serious concerns, saying the allegations do not reflect their core mission of caring for people. The North Carolina native remains in custody. Investigations continue. eBay has agreed to pay a $3 million fine to settle harassment charges against bloggers Ina and David Steiner. Court documents say executives led by former senior director Jim Bao targeted the couple for their critical newsletter sending live spiders, cockroaches, and even a photo pig to their home. The intimidation campaign involved a funeral wreath, a GPS tracking device on their car, and false Craigslist posts. eBay later fired the involved employees. In 2021, an eBay employee received an 18-month print prison sentence, while Bao was sentenced to nearly five years the following year. In an unprecedented move, the Dominican Republic introduced a six-month pilot program for a four-day work week starting in February. Employees will retain their salaries while working 36 hours Monday through Thursday. Labor Minister Luis Miguel de Camps emphasizing the initiative's focus on well-being, sustainability, and productivity. A local university expected to assess the impact on workers' health and work-life balance. The airport's authority in Turks and Caicos Islands has announced a development charge increase for all international airports effective February 1st. The new charge of $35 per passenger, up from the previous $20, applies to ticket purchases made on or after the specified date. The authority clarifying that the increase is a departure-only fee, emphasizing its role in enhancing airport facilities and services. Haiti's capital, Port-au-Prince, was on lockdown on Thursday as flaming barricades across several neighborhoods forced residents to shelter in place or return home in the latest flare-ups in chronic gang violence plaguing the Caribbean country. Devi Rajaram reports. Gunshots echoed through the streets of Haiti's capital on Thursday as Port-au-Prince went into a state of lockdown. 
responding to the latest surge in the country's chronic gang violence. While some residents were forced to shelter in place, others were seen on the streets fleeing with belongings in hand. One told Reuters she ended up with nowhere to go as armed gangs seized control of her house. Eyewitnesses told Reuters streets had been blocked off by burning tyres and rocks, sending large clouds of black smoke into the sky across the city. Violence has escalated for months as gangs fight for power and try to put pressure on interim Prime Minister Errol Henry before a political accord consolidating his power expires on February 7. There is currently no date set for a new presidential election. It was not immediately clear who was behind the siege on the city's Solino area, which first began several days ago. A police spokesperson did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The violence also comes ahead of a court decision expected on January 26 on a Kenyan-led multinational force to tackle Haiti's violence. Still to come in our news today in history, find out interesting facts about the day that was January 19th. Then in our news at 7.30, a former prime minister advocates for capital punishment as a deterrent to crime. Hear his rationale coming up. And the investigation into prodigal son's Junkanoo group's absence at the recent parades continues. The culture minister expressing dissatisfaction with the progress. and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fixed and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. So having Business in a Box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on. Don't spend hours sending individual messages to your customers. Use SMS messaging instead. With Cable Bahamas Business Solutions SMS Messaging, you can send personalized messages to hundreds or even thousands of recipients instantly. It's quick, effortless, and cost-effective. 
Plus, it ensures that your messages are delivered directly to your customer's cellular phone. Welcome back to our news. It's time now to turn our spotlight on events that shaped the day that was January 19th. Take a look. Day in Bahamian history in 1852, the historic Gregory Arch was officially opened on Farm Road, which is now named Market Street in Nassau. The street was named Farm Road at the time as it was the principal route for bringing produce to the market. Built during the governorship of John Gregory, the arch was built to give residents coming from Grantstown easier access to the town of Nassau. Then in 1959, Dr. Doris Johnson led a demonstration to Parliament to give a pivotal speech to members of the House of Assembly on the moral right of women to vote. The event was considered a turning point in the road to achieving suffrage, which finally came in 1962. Her efforts and that of the many other women involved in the movement during the country's colonial era continues to be recognized today. And finally, on this day in 1960, Mary Frances Mosley, editor of the Nassau Guardian, who was born in Nassau, died at the age of 81. Founded by her grandfather, Edwin Charles Mosley, in 1844, Mosley assumed responsibilities as editor in 1904, following the death of her father, becoming the publication's fourth editor. Three years later, Mosley became owner. Forty-five years later, she sold the paper in 1952 and continued to serve as an advisor. Our last story in 7 o'clock tonight, Caribbean Bottling spent the Christmas season promoting more everyday generosity with a campaign for people to get in touch with their inner Santa. Now they're wrapping up that call for generosity with their own donation of $15,000 to the Salvation Army. Marketing Director at Caribbean Bottling, Jonathan Thornberry. Today we are here at the Salvation Army doing our part to be Santa this year. And in a uh, culmination of our Christmas campaign, we're here to present a check to the Salvation Army in the amount of $15,000 uh, with hopes that that will um, go towards their needs to feed the less fortunate. Divisional Director of Women's Ministries at Salvation Army Bahamas, Division Aldine Mayo says they were moved by the hands-on approach by Caribbean Bottling's employees. We expect and we do get um, donations and good responses from the public. But when a corporate company comes alongside us and uh, gives and continues to give, it helps to make our program successful and run throughout the year. Because when we uh, get funds, it doesn't only stop during Christmas. Our programs run throughout the year. All right, and to all the people that gave to the Salvation Army this past holiday season, hats off to you. We'll ring a bell for you also. If you want to watch that story again, and for all of today's top stories, you can visit ournews.bs. That's going to do it for us in News at 7. Joining us now is Italia Hall with the latest headlines. Italia? TGIF. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that all weekend, but TGIF. Absolutely. I'm so happy it's Friday. Absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's my favorite day. Yeah. <laughs> we get but to before we know it, Monday, Monday is going to be here. I mean, so. I'm working this weekend, but yeah. I'm still happy it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> but I just want to say congratulations to our Megan yes. Shepard. She was one of the of nominees course. for the for Cable Bahamas and Alive's 
epic award. Right. So we and really want to put our hats off to Megan uh, for <laughs> representing uh, us uh, today at the awards. And for us, she is our winner. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And also congrats to everyone that took part in that today. It was Absolutely. a lovely, lovely, lovely event. It was. All it right. was certainly a good time, good food. Lots of and, fun. <laughs> and also hats off to the Human Resources Department that really, really pulled off a really great uh, employee recognition service today. Yeah. Thanks so much, Ken. All right. Well, the former Prime Minister weighing in on capital punishment and a local artist sharing his unique designs. Here are your latest headlines. First tonight on Our News Live at 7.30, the former Prime Minister gives his views on capital punishment. Plus, the teens accused of stabbing a 13-year-old in the stomach arrested and charged. Also, investigations continue into the prodigal son's Jankanu group. This as the group was missing from several Jankanu parades after receiving seed money and later helping a worthy cause. This as the Salvation Army receives a much-needed donation. Our News Live at 7.30 is back in a moment. I'm Michaela Kerr. I'm an 18-year-old freshman at the University of the Bahamas, and I'm a computer science major. I'm also the NT Corporation's Youth Ambassador for the Environment, and I'm an environmentalist. My journey as an environmental advocate began with a simple yet profound realization that our environment is degrading right in front of my eyes. And being NT's Youth Ambassador for the Environment means that my words and my actions hold the power to help change the environment and the world around me. I find it exciting that I can be a student, live my life, and use my words and my voice to change the environment and the world around me. Most times I think it's a privilege, it's our environment, and it's our generation to own. I don't think as a young person that there's anything more rewarding than being a part of bringing awareness. I'm Michaela Kerr, and I'm making a difference in my own words. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price, and you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. Doctors Hospital is reimagined primary care. We've invested to improve our health system, ensuring that accessible, affordable, world-class clinical care is closer to you. Your relationship with a primary care provider shapes the foundation of your overall health. Our new, modern primary care facilities are where critical diagnosis and true personalized treatment begin. With locations across New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Exuma, we invite you to experience the Doctors Hospital difference. Welcome to our news. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Natalia Hall. A former prime minister is now weighing in on crime and capital punishment, saying he hopes to see executions in the Bahamas in the future. He also believes it will be a determined, deterrent rather, to crime. Bernie McDermott reports. I'm a strong advocate of, of hanging. Um, my position has not changed. Former Prime Minister Dr. Hewitt Minnis now joins the chorus of crime advocates, pastors and politicians throwing their support behind capital punishment. He believes it should remain on the books and be enforced. There are many things we have not done or we don't follow that still remains on our law, law, on our, um, law books. 
For example, there's, we still challenge with the problem of dumping. We still challenge with the problem of illegal building. We still challenge with the problems of littering. All of those things happen. We don't necessarily enforce the law. So should we take those off the law book also? Last week, Education Minister Glennon Santa Martin said it's unlikely we will see executions. Meanwhile, the church remains split on the hot button issue. The former prime minister says he's looking forward to the day we see executions, adding that it will be a deterrent to the violence that has rocked the nation. We've seen examples where hanging has occurred and um, the violence has subsequently subsided or decreased dramatically. I think individuals of individuals knew that um, their life would be terminated by hanging. Um, I think it would have a, a great impact. The Bahamas hasn't seen an execution since January 2000 at the then Foxhill prison. The conversation resurfaced amid a spike in crime with 14 homicides for the year. This week, the Prime Minister gave a national address laying out a comprehensive plan to fight crime and gang violence. Dr. Minna says everyone has to play their role to find a solution. Government must be seen to implement the laws. You cannot yourself not enforce laws or be seen as a lawbreaker and at the same time expect others to do different. Um, you must lead by example. Now, according to Dr. Minnis, members of parliament received a $50,000 increase to their constituencies. He's suggesting they take a page out of his book and implement CCTVs in their areas. And I would hope that other constituency would follow, use their money, because crime is a very, very important issue. It's probably one of the, the number one issue. Reporting for Our News, I'm Berthony McDermott. Meanwhile, arrested and charged, the teens accused of stabbing a 13-year-old in the stomach after police say he refused to join a gang last Tuesday are behind bars. The three juvenile males appeared before the magistrate court on Thursday charged with grievous harm. They were not required to enter pleas and were released on a $7,000 bail. While a teen accused of throwing rocks at passing cars in Pinewood, gardens and damaging them has been remanded to prison for a psychiatric evaluation. Elijah Humes appeared before Magistrate Samuel McKinney charged with causing damage to three vehicles on January 18th. The magistrate decided to not arraign her after she mumbled unintelligibly when she appeared before him. Now Humes returns to court on February 19th. Officials are still looking into what's behind the prodigal son's Jean-Canu group missing out on several major parades, even after receiving seed money to participate over the last two years. The story in just about five minutes, but first, nice temperatures outside the RNU studios this evening. But uh, there are some showers in the forecast. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is in the Weather Center with your first look at weather. Greg. Yeah, thanks, Italia, and happy TGIF, everybody. It is a little bit on the warm side outside our studios right now. 75 degrees and partly cloudy skies. Winds out of the northwest at 7 miles per hour. Feels like temperature is holding at 76. Satellite radar composite showing a final boundary now pushing into the South Florida area, moving into the northwest Palmas with some clouds as well as some isolated showers and thunderstorms. The front is starting to fall apart, but we expect this front to continue to side towards the south should get into the capital early parts of tomorrow and move into the central by tomorrow afternoon. Behind that high pressure, we'll be building in and that should keep us breezy for the weekend. That's a quick check on conditions around the island. Stick with us. A look at your weekend forecast is still to come. Still to come on our news, officials investigating the reason behind the prodigal son Jacques group missing out on several major parades. The youth sports and culture minister speaks, plus a roadside artist bringing culture to his community. I will share how I became a painter, 
and what I have to contribute as an artist in the Bahamas. And the Salvation Army receiving some much-needed assistance. We'll tell you all about it when our news live at 7.30 continues. Hear that? If you listen closely, you can... Doctors Hospital is reimagined primary care. We've invested to improve our health system, ensuring that accessible, affordable, world-class clinical care is closer to you. Your relationship with a primary care provider shapes the foundation of your overall health. Our new, modern primary care facilities are where critical diagnosis and true personalized treatment begin. With locations across New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Exuma, we invite you to experience the doctor's hospital difference. Book your next appointment at clinics.doctorshoss.com. technology and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fixed and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. So having Business in a Box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on. Don't. Officials are still looking into what's behind the prodigal son's Jaguar group missing out on several major parades even after receiving seed money to participate over the last two years. Youth Sports and Culture Minister Mario Boleg giving an update saying the group is assisting officials with their investigations. However, Boleg says they are not satisfied with the information given so far. They have provided us with some information and we continue to ask them for even more until we reach a, a point where we are satisfied. Then we'll meet also with the uh, JCNP and JC along with ourselves and all the stakeholders involved when we meet with them and make it a final decision. Well, Minister Bullock says all groups are bound contractually to show up for the parades unless they've provided justifiable reasons explaining why they can't. When we give these groups the seed funding, it's for them to make it on Bay Street, they sign a contract, and while they may have some things that may hinder them, once we could see the proof of the reasoning and if it's, you know, wait while, then we can, we can have an understanding. But right now, at this very present moment, we don't see anything that would uh, 
cost them the reason for not being on Bay Street, so we'll continue doing an investigation. Like I said before, Junior Jumpin, I intend to make a press statement on that. All right, well, tonight we highlight a local artist who sells his paintings from his doorsteps of his Soldier Road home. He shares his passion and love for his craft with our Joshua Williams. If you're driving along Isleway off of Soldier Road, you may come across a yard filled with paintings. But for Ricardo Woodside, it's his art studio. He's been an avid painter from an early age. The teachers found out that I could draw and they would use me uh, to do uh, paintings and uh, other artworks uh, for the schools. Able to draw almost anything, his favorite pieces are centered around the greatest show on earth. I have a style that I call Junkanoo Expressionism. Uh, Junkanoo is, is my favorite subject matter. And uh, what I do is, is uh, I, I take the uh, geometric shapes and, and the colors and the patterns of Junkanoo and I mix it with realism and I call the style Junkanoo Expressionism. Woodside also taking the time to show us his prized pieces. Paintings here, these are all from my Junkanoo Expressionism uh, style, uh, taken from the festival Junkanoo. Some of them are semi-abstract. Some of, of them are from the actual festival. If you take a look at these li little ones here, they're all scenes of, of the islands. And for those young artists seeking to make their mark in the artistic world, Mr. Woodside says to simply go for it. What you, sh what you should consider is what you, what, what's in your soul, what, what you want to bring out in your soul. Uh, what, uh, what, 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 what really grips you, what, what you really want to do. Uh, follow your heart. Reporting for Our News, I'm Joshua Williams. When Our News comes back from the break, a local company making a donation to the Salvation Army, hear what officials are saying about the major give back. We get an update on the National Sailing Academy and a college basketball player has himself a night. Our sports is up next. And nice weather conditions around the capital on this Friday as we get ready for the weekend. Craig is back with your extended weather right after this quick break. Stay with us. <laughs> technology and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fixed and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. So having business in a box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on.
Don't spend hours sending individual messages to your customers. Use SMS messaging instead. With Cable Bahamas Business Solutions SMS Messaging, you can send personalized messages to hundreds or even thousands of recipients instantly. It's quick, effortless, and cost-effective. Plus, it ensures that your messages are delivered directly to your customers' cellular phones, guaranteeing higher engagement. Save time and boost your outreach with SMS Bulk Messaging. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions at 601-8911 in Nassau or 602-8811 in the Family Islands. Embrace technology and the digital transformation. This is our news. Welcome back. The Prime Minister hopes more young men turn to sports for inspiration as opposed to a life of crime. His comments come as the country's homicide rate stands at 14 for the year. Prime Minister Philip Davis attended the signing of three young Bahamians to the Boston Red Sox this week. He says sports can do so much for so many. Sports is a, is a catalyst for inspiring good feeling you know um, just to see a Bahamian doing well in sport lifts all of our hearts and has nothing to do with all it all it has to do with is being Bahamian and all you have to do is say that's a Bahamian and you see the pride that fills us when we see our people in good and so we want to lift up young men like Trent and, and others to, so that other young men can see that you know you could be you could become a part of a gang you know but just become a part of a good gang three Bahamians Trent Wilson Edwin Darville and Tavano Baker signed with the Boston Red Sox Travato Bain Jr. signed with the Toronto Blue Jays while Bohan Adderley signed with the New York Mets and as the Prime Minister has done in the past he gave some more advice to the young men. Become a part of a baseball team, that's a gang. Become a part of Freedom Farm, that's a gang. Become part of the Boston Red Sox farm team, that's a gang. But it's a gang that's instilling positive values of life into young men. This administration is behind and holding up our youth of doing positive things, and this is what we all for. Of course, we can't forget Greg Burroughs and his team and what they do at Freedom Farm from 1989 when they got started. All right, great news. Well, we hear about the Sailing Academy and a Bahamian college basketball player. Here's Tej Adley with a check on sports. Tej? Thanks, Ataya. Good evening. Happy Friday. Welcome to Our Sports. I'm Tej Adley here to finish up the week strong with some sports. It won't happen overnight. Those are the sentiments from sailing director at the Bahamas National Sailing School on the construction of a sailing academy. Our Sasha Lightborn spoke to him and she has this report. The National Sailing Academy will take months or even years to build. That according to sailing director at the Bahamas National Sailing School, Jimmy Lowe. In the meantime, he says operations will continue at the Nassau Yacht Club, but those facilities could also use an upgrade. I would think that the first step would be the, the venue right here next to the Nassau Yacht Club. And that would be to build some uh, sheds for storage, uh, build a launching ramp, build um, some classrooms, and obviously uh, some showers and, and bathrooms. And as for how plans are progressing on the National Sailing Academy? There's still a lot of preparation going on to move the sailing academy 
that the government is trying to uh, is going to um, uh, build, and that depends on where the venue is located. Um, and there may be two venues; we don't know yet. All this is still up in the air, and um, they they have a, a committee um, looking forward exclusively for that to make sure that it happens in due course. Lowe shared that three venues have been identified for the Academy to the east of the Nassau Yacht Club, Arawaki, and an area near Montague Beach. But he admits that these things take time and won't happen overnight. This is not going to happen in six months or a year. Um, it's going to take three or four or five years to get a purpose facility and, um, and a venue that we could call home for the Bahamas National. I mean, for the countries, we... I guess we'll have to transfer our name, Bahamas National Sailing School, to the government, you know. Um, and then they have to procure uh, equipment, boats, and, you know, um, instructors. That's a big thing. Reporting for our sports, I'm Sasha Lightborn. Thank you, Sasha. Now we're going to head to the hardwood where a Bahamian college basketball player had a big night in the Atlantic Sun Conference. Dayton Aubrey of Queens University scored 23 points in a thriller against Jacksonville University. Unfortunately for the Royals, they would come up just short, falling 79-77. to Aubrey was all over the court. He grabbed five rebounds and dished out two assists, and he pilfered five steals. Unfortunately for Aubrey and for Queens, he would miss a game-tying layup with six seconds left in regulation, allowing the Dolphins to hold on to the win. Now, that was a tough break for Dayton and his Royals, but at least those Dolphins got a win in January. That's a wrap for sports today. I'm Tage Adderley. Have a great weekend. Still ahead on our news tonight, helping a worthy cause. The Salvation Army getting some major assistance from a corporate company. We'll tell you all about it coming up. And are you ready for the weekend? Well, be prepared as there may be a few showers in the capital. Greg is back with more weather details when our news returns. Don't spend hours sending individual messages to your customers. Use SMS messaging instead. With Cable Bahamas Business Solutions SMS Messaging, you can send personalized messages to hundreds or even thousands of recipients instantly. It's quick, effortless, and cost-effective. Plus, it ensures that your messages are delivered directly to your customers' cellular phones, guaranteeing higher engagement. Save time and boost your outreach with SMS bulk messaging. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions at 601-8911 in Nassau or 602-8811 in the Family Islands. Embrace technology and the digital transformation for better business results. For small business owners, it's essential to understand how technology can affect operational efficiencies. Modern communication relies on technology and your customer service depends on communication. With proper tools like our fix and mobile services, we help you stay connected. For solutions that work, ask the experts. Call Cable Bahamas Business Solutions. In what we do at Best Brew, it really doesn't end when the customer purchases our product. We offer specialty coffee, tea, spices, and brewing equipment. We do a lot of, um, of our orders via website. We actually have the mobile service and the phone service and the internet. 
So having Business in a Box really kind of brought everything together for us and helps us to be able to provide the customer services that we pride ourselves on. Don't spend hours sending individual messages to your customers. Welcome back to our news. Making any big plans this weekend? Well, be prepared as there's some more rain expected. Greg is back in the Weather Center with their extended forecast. Greg. Yeah, thanks again, Natalia. Welcome back, everybody, for our final check of weather. We are watching a frontal boundary now pushing into the northwest Bahamas and south Florida. Some isolated showers and some possible isolated thunderstorms associated with that boundary. But the front is falling apart. We will continue to experience the clouds, maybe a scattering of showers across the northwest Bahamas later on tonight as that front sags towards the south. Should move into the central Bahamas by tomorrow afternoon. Behind that, high pressure will be building in. We're looking for some cooler temperatures. Temperatures expected to be in the low to mid-70s during the daytime for the upcoming weekend. And of course, uh, those nighttime temperatures will be, will be in the low 60s. Behind this front, we expect breezy conditions, so it's going to be uh, hazardous for boating and beaching for the weekend and the early part of next week. Future forecast showing the moisture associated with that frontal boundary to the north of us. That front, as I mentioned, will side towards the south through Saturday afternoon. It should be south of the capital by then. And of course, into the latter part of the weekend, Clouds will be hanging around, so we're looking at some cloudy conditions as well as, I mentioned, some breezy conditions. So make sure you do plan on staying out of the water as boating and beaching will become hazardous during that time frame. Boating for tonight through tomorrow, small craft caution in effect. Southwesterly winds ahead of that front, but we'll be shifting north to northeast quickly behind it. Building winds 15 to 20 knots, seas 4 to 6 feet. Low tide will be at 8.43 tonight. Your high tide taking place at 3.18 in the morning. For the central and southeast Bahamas, northeasterly flow at 10 to 15 north seas, 2 to 4 feet. But those winds will be picking up as that front moves into the central Bahamas by tomorrow afternoon. Here's a look now at your national forecast. In the extended forecast, we'll keep the clouds and some isolated showers in the forecast through Saturday. The winds will be building on Sunday and Monday, so we're looking at some very rough seas as well as a deep, um, rough surf along the beaches. And then by Tuesday, we expect things to clear up. And of course, temperatures will be back to normal by early next week. That's a look at our weather. Make it a safe night and have a great weekend, everybody. Greg. Well, now to some good news. This is Divisional Director of Women Ministries at the Salvation Army Bahamas Division, Aldine Mayo, says corporate donations help propel the Salvation Army's efforts. This after Caribbean Bottling recently donated $15,000 to the Salvation Army. She says the donations help continue efforts throughout the year beyond the holiday season. Donations from corporate companies and ones like um, Coca-Cola helps to push or propel the Ministry of the Salvation Army. Outside of us doing our major capital campaign in Christmas, we expect and we do get 
um, donations and good responses from the public. But when a corporate company comes alongside us and uh, gives and continues to give, it helps to make our program successful and run throughout the year. But where do big donations like the $15,000 go? Major Mayo de details a number of their initiatives that will benefit. Specifically like how Coca-Cola has donated this uh, money towards our programs, this will go towards our feeding program, our daily feeding program, or, or um, grocery ba um, bags that are given out monthly. We also have initiatives for the women's shelter where we have, where we house um, women who are displaced or f for any circumstance may have to utilize our services. All right, good stuff. And of course, watch our story again. And for all of today's top stories, be sure and head over to ournews.bs. And remember, you can share your favorite stories right from the Our News Bahamas Facebook page. Also, we want to hear from you. Please feel free to share your thoughts with Our News by sending us direct messages on stories you enjoyed or stories you would like to see more in the news. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Well, with that, we thank you for joining us for our news tonight. On behalf of the entire team, I'm Natalia Hall. We'll see you tomorrow night. Have a great evening.